The Aura Vibes Podcast, your podcast on all things holistic wellness, merging the science with various modalities of holistic healing, from holistic nutrition to Reiki, yoga, sound healing, spiritual awakenings, Ayurveda, plant medicine, meditation, mysticism, and so much more. No topic is off limits. Let's empower ourselves to become our own self-care guru. And I'm your host, Irina, the Aura Doctor. And I'm Tara, the Vibe Intuitive. Thank you for joining, and we're so excited to get into your daily dose of Aura Medicine. Welcome back, everyone. Woo! Am I feeling it today? I'm glad we're actually having this talk today. It's been a, a, a interesting week, um, and I actually would wanted to reach out to um, Irina to see how she was feeling through this whole process because uh, it's definitely been a little bit of a bumpy road. Um, but a lot has come up for me in particular um, with feelings of uh, vulnerability and, um, you know, being in the process of transitions and, um, you know, whether on a small scale for everybody or on a larger scale, I think everybody deals with that on a day-to-day basis for sure. Um, and, I know we've mentioned in the previous podcast that uh, Irina had moved to Florida. Um, lots of things have changed in that aspect. Um, you know, the, the CBD store brick and mortar aspect is closed. Um, so there's transitions there too, where we had all of our wonderful events and, um, you know, the actual place that people could come for, for healing. Um, and I know that has definitely been a major transition for me, but I was curious to see, how you, my darling, were weathering this storm because that's kind of what I feel like it's been um, uh, a diamond storm, as we will. Uh, but it's 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 definitely been very intense. And um, I'm just checking in. I want to see how you're doing. <laughs> how are you feeling? <laughs> um, I I'm on a journey. I mean, I feel good. I'm grateful um, for the transition. I'm grateful to be in the warmer climate. I'm grateful that you know, I moved and the whole transition of moving has been such a journey, um, you know, even from the simplest stuff of packing up the home and then unpacking the new home, um, things you let go of, things you take. And it's almost like going into a new life. Do I take these sweaters? Do I not? Do I need Uggs? I don't know. <laughs> what do you do with so many Uggs? And, and that's like on the most superficial level of it. And then it almost gets deeper because now I'm in this new place and I'm almost in a way, like for lack of a better term, having an identity crisis. I'm like, who am I? Who am I here? What am I doing here? Like, how did I get here? Like, who am I supposed to be here? What What is my purpose here? Um, and these moments of almost feeling lost on my journey. And um, like we talked about before with Mercury and retrograde, I went through a really hard time um, because I had a, a pretty moderate to severe concussion um, that left me like bedridden for weeks. And that almost set me back further of not being able to almost go out into the community and made me question even more of like, what am I doing? Who am I? What am I supposed to do? And this whole like journey of trying to figure out who I am and who I'm supposed to be and what I'm meant to do here and what is the greater plan for everything that's unfolding. Um, there's like all the regular issues you have to deal with moving. I mean, like changing your car and your license plates and all this like stuff you have to do in your 
calling all these places, but then there's this deeper meaning of like, but what am I doing here? What is my purpose? How am I doing this? Um, you know, I don't have my brick and mortar store here yet. Um, it's almost like trying to just float your way through as you're finding your place in this new place that I've never been before. I mean, it's not even a place that I visited often. So it's like, I'm really just like landed somewhere new and I'm trying to find me. I'm trying to find my space here. I'm trying to find my place here. I'm trying to find my voice here. Um, and there's moments where I feel like scared and lost and alone. And, um, and if it wasn't for all this like inner work that we do, I don't know where I would be like, and the truth is, uh, it's, it's vulnerable and it's hard to be vulnerable, but Instagram is fake. Instagram is fake AF. And even though we try to be as open and honest as possible, it, it's, you're still not posting the worst parts of your days. And if you think about even back, like way before Instagram even existed, when we used to take regular photographs and you'd have to like go and print them, you wouldn't take pictures of like the shittiest moments in your day when you're like, oh my God, I don't know who I am and why did I get here and I don't know. You didn't take a picture of that and tell everyone about it. And people aren't advertising that. So like it's this moments of this journey where like you don't know what you're doing. Am I even making sense? <laughs> I don't even know if I'm making sense. It's just, and it's not every day, all day. It's throughout, you know, there's moments of highs where it's like, yes, this is so nice. And I know what I'm doing. I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. And there's other moments where there's, oh my God, like this is huge. And I don't know what I'm doing. And the anxiety kicks in and all of these feelings kick in of, I don't know what's happening or what I'm meant to do. And you almost want somebody to like, give you a roadmap of like, this is who you are. And this is what you're supposed to do. And la, 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 la. And it's not easy. <laughs> no, it's definitely not for sure. And I, I mean, I know it's, it was definitely a big move, you know, for you and your husband and it was a positive move, but it doesn't mean that along with all that comes, you know, the massive vulnerability of, of every thought pattern in your head, just creeping its way back in since you were a kid. Like it just, I can only imagine because I mean, here, it was like a slight transition, you know, from the store. Well, I say slight transition. We did close the store and now we're in, you know, I'm in my little nest that I built <laughs> in my basement uh, for the time being um, and working from here and everything. And so it's it was like a transition in a sense, but not a big move. Um, and I've just unraveled. I will <laughs> be completely honest. I am, I am in like just a weird place and it's you know trying to stay grounded and grateful in those pockets of what the fuck because you know it's the only other thing and that's keeping me from completely uh mini oh my she just passed mini along the screen i miss my girly um there's um in in in, in the pockets of mayhem uh, to try and at least just find those little, you know, moments of gratitude that everything is okay. It's truly okay. Like if you can really just break it down, no matter what the situation is that, you know, unless you're not, you're, everything's all right in this moment. It's just, my brain is telling me different. Um, and that's and one then, of the tools. Absolutely. Um, but it is true. You do go on Instagram where you, you know, you try and get out of your own head for a little bit and you know, you, you click that 
app that you have on your phone and then you're just seeing everybody live their best life and you're like fuck this like there's no way and you realize you're like wait I just talked to her yesterday and she was hysterically crying like that shit crazy worse than me so like what do you know like hold on how how real could this possibly be um and it's it's I guess the fake it till you make it you know some people do go in there and put things to make themselves feel better in those moments to remind themselves that they do have good moments um and then you know there's some people who do actually get a little bit vulnerable on there which is uh you know plugging for (laughs) something to come on my page uh you have been forewarned um just to to really express in those times like this is real life this is not that those great moments of, you know, especially now we're in the pumpkin picking season and apple picking season, everybody's with their families and they're going out and they're doing things. And yes, it's wonderful. Those are real moments too. Don't get me wrong. Um, but at, at the times, you know, when I think a lot of people don't discuss the uglier sides of what a real moment can look like, um, And people aren't really posting about their ugly sides. And we know that everyone's going through it. We get hundreds and, you know, of emails and messages of people going through it and, and everyone's going through it together. And it's just, it's always like, but they look fine on Instagram. Look how pretty, and everything looks fine on their page. And it's like, nobody's posting the horrible feelings and the shit they go through. And even when you do, it's not always received. I mean, like my Instagram, if you scroll back far enough, is why it started. And I used to post the most real, raw, gruesome pictures of my Lyme journey with me with IVs in my arm, me, you know, sick as a dog, me in hospital beds. And um, those were real moments, but not everyone perceived it as what it was. It was me sharing um my journey and what life looked like that day for me. Mm-hmm. And then you have the other side of it. People are like, why are you posting that? Why are you even putting that out there? And it's just like double-edged sword of like, what are you supposed to share and not share? And, and you want to be as real and raw and honest and show that you do go through real hard, difficult shit. But this is why we do all of this work so that we have these tools. We have these gratitude journals we have this inner work we have meditation we have yoga we have reiki we have all of these tools that we're using on a daily basis to help us through these journeys but it's not something that's regularly shared a lot of people are going through it and they don't know these tools they don't have these exactly ways to you know almost dig themselves out out of it right and and I mean, up until a few years ago, I didn't know any of these tools existed or you, I I've heard of them. Like I've heard of doing mirror work. I've heard of meditation and obviously that was the easy one, but it's hard. It's hard to like dive into these when you don't really know what it is that you're trying to do when you're there. So it's, it's, you know, I think we forget how necessary and how beautiful and how much of part of us, the darkness is that the light is, that the good days are fantastic and would we love to live there all the time? Absolutely. But it's just like taking drugs or continuously having sex or masturbating. Like there's a point where that does not feel good anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like it hits- Your vag gets sore. Yeah, seriously. Could you imagine like blisters on your your 
Johnson and everything. Like, come on. Like, there's a point where you're like, okay, even I need a break. Like, I gotta stop. Like, it's just too much. And it's a, it's an overload of good feelings. And I, I think that we've gotten the misconception of having to live there, that that's where we should be all the time. And if we're not in this constant state of happy, then something must be wrong. Or this um, feeling that everyone else lives there yes. and you don't. I am so guilty of that, even through this work of going and ha having to be reminded that that's not real, Chica. That's not how no. everybody's life is. Or you think that they're good. They're not. And that's the sad part is that on the inside, behind closed doors, behind our closed eyes, sometimes that's when we face it. And and it's hard for some people to face that. And I think um, I think we need to start shedding a little bit more light on the darkness and how it's much, much, much needed to get us back into the light. But it's a balance. We It lives within us for a reason. And the hard times create the best experiences. Yeah. Because you become more grateful from them. Yeah, it's, it's through the darker times, can you really see the brightest light shining that you probably wouldn't see in a bright room? Um, exactly. And... And I, I almost feel like there has to be a way where we are able to portray that, where it's like, it's not just like we're going through this hard, difficult, dark issues, whatever it is, whether it's anxiety, whether it's physical pain, whether it's, you know, depression, whether it's issues within a relationship or your job or whatever it is, not just displaying that and showing that, but also showing the tools that you're using to get yourself out of it. It's not like, we, I don't want Instagram to be fake, but I also don't want it to be like event stage, like not, not an event, a venting station <laughs> yeah. where you just come there and vent and like air out your dirty laundry. It shouldn't be that way. It should be like, this is what I'm going through. Um, I'm having difficulty forgiving because somebody did X, Y, and Z to me. And the, this is what I'm doing to work past these feelings of anger and abandonment and vulnerability and whatever else you're feeling through it. I'm doing the gratitude journal. I'm attending the inner work. I'm doing the meditations. I'm finding my tribe. I'm whatever the tools are that you're pulling, knowing that there's tools for it and there's a solution to the problem. Mm -hmm. um, and that it's not going to be healed or resolved overnight. It is a journey. And it's just like building a home or building an empire. You can't do it with just one tool and you can't do it overnight. So right. you need that big box, that giant toolbox. And whether it's, you know, a sledgehammer, um, a couple of nails, a drill saw, whatever it is, no matter how big or small those tools are, quote unquote, whether it's as much as doing yoga every single day and getting into that practice, or if it's, you know, just listening to one or two podcasts that waken something in your mind, it's attaching yourself to something higher and knowing that there's tools to make your way out of it. And I feel like everyone is going through it now. We, we know cosmically learning Vedic astrology. We know. And if you want your Vedic astrology reading, holler at us, the vibe intuitive at gmail.com. Um, if you want your personal Vedic astrology reading, but in general through Vedic astrology, what's written in the stars, we know that everyone is going through the shit right now. We know that um, you're going through something, whatever it is, where you hold your trauma or where your traumatic issues live, whether it's in places in your body or your mind, it is now coming to the surface. We had Mercury in retrograde, which was a huge punch in the face. And now we have Mars coming in in retrograde, um, thinking that 
like we're out and we're in the clear and we're not in the clear. We're not in the clear for a while. And we're on this journey and you can't just live this ride pulling yourself dark, like into this darker and darker and darker hole because like, and now this happened and now this happened and now this happened and now this happened. It's like, no, it's like learning how to ride the roller coaster without fear, knowing that through the roller coaster journey, you have these tools, you have your belt, you have your harness, you have, you know, your, you have all of your tools that keep you safe on the journey and don't allow you to fall. And it's not as frightening of a journey. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Which is, I think you, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, that's okay. I think you, you hit the nail on the head. Um, but I, if you want to finish your sentence, I didn't want to interrupt what you were saying before you lost your thought. No, I was just going to say that that's kind of what that that's why we created our Wednesday night inner work group. And that's why we made it virtual so that everyone can join and that we are targeting these issues um, and doing it together as a group to remind you, you're not alone. So we're journaling, we're meditating, we're reflecting, we're doing this inner work. And if we all have that feeling of like, I don't have time or I don't know where to start and I don't know what I'm doing. And that's why we created this class so that every week we have a place to meet. You have a, you have a, something to journal. You have a place to start and a new tool or several tools to place in your box and a tribe that understands what you're feeling and is going through it too in their own realm of it. So if you can join us Wednesday nights, virtually, um, 6 30 PM. Um, you can always do that on my website, the There'll always be a link, um, for YouTube and, um, Google meet, and they are free and donation based till the end of the year. So get it in. It's free. Tonight, right. <laughs> free healing. I mean, come on now. It's, and again, it's also like a space, um, to, to do it with. Cause sometimes like you feel silly when you're doing it by yourself and you're not completely honest when you're doing it by yourself sometimes too and then when you hear other people going through it um because like throughout the classes we do leave it open for anybody to say anything that you want to add to you know kind of give your share if you you feel comfortable exactly but you don't have to say anything some people say no camera mute the whole time but then you get like a text message an email after that was like wow that changed my life so you can share if you want or you can just observe right Right. And you'll, you'll be given the tools. Like we, um, there's printouts and everything that you have, so you can follow along. It's not like you have to be a part. And honestly, like you said, for free, why not? Why not just jump on and, and kind of hang out with a, a group of like-minded people who are just trying their damnedest to get through life. And you got nothing to lose. Like you've tried everything else. Like why not just try it? And if you've never tried EFT meditation, I mean, that's a whole different level. I mean, when I do EFT, med- med- EFT meditation, <laughs> when I, this is real, <laughs> when I do EFT meditation to me, it feels like, like, did you just give me an edible? Did I just get a little high? Yeah. It, it is the most fascinating type of meditation because you are literally hitting the trigger point of your body where the meridian lines hold on to energy and we're moving the energy and reprogramming it. So if you've never Mm -hmm. tried it, no matter how weird you think it is, you're going to Google it and be like, what is EFT tapping? I'm going to Google that and be like, what the hell is this weird shit? Just come on and try it. It's free. You have nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. You have the only, you can, and if you hate it, you can go on and make fun of us, (laughs) (laughs) but just try. (laughs) 
it, there's nothing wrong with trying. Absolutely not. And and I mean, that brings us back to what um, you were saying before that I said you hit on the head was fear. Fear will keep you from trying to feel better. Hate that fear bitch, will fear. keep you. Oh my God. It's like, there's, you know, um, Sarah Prout, uh, who, if you've never heard of her, she was actually really kind of how I started on this journey. Um, I, I stumbled upon her podcast and it's changed my life. I actually met her in person a couple of years ago. Is that um, the Dear Universe author? It is. I was actually just going to pull that. Yes. Um, so if you are watching this, you will be able to see it, but I'll tell you, it's called Dear Universe and it's 20 mini meditations for instant manifestations by Sarah Prout. And it's a purple um, cover. It's a beautiful it, book. I have one. As purple well. covers. It's got, it has uh, moons on it and it is. Um, and we'll add is, the link to that as well. Yes, absolutely. Um, but the, the brilliant part of this is it's separated into two, um, two frequencies and that's love and it's fear. Mm. And it's the, um, the feelings that you have, whether it be anger or happiness or comfort or so you, it's very simple and you can go right to that feeling that you're having. Um, and it tells you whether it's in a fear-based or a love-based place. And then she gives like, you know, her own little story, a little blurb on it. And then she gives you a manifestation to say, and then um, there's also links to kind of in the fear-based where to go if you need to if you're carving out the fear-based aspect, you need to fill it with something. So you're going to fill it with love always. Um, so then she she links the pages to get there. Um, that was a, a, a little plug for you, Sarah Prout. Thank you for your healing. I didn't even mean to get it that far, but if you guys are interested in this book, it really is a lifesaver. Um, you can also download it on your phone on Amazon if you have a Audible. Uh, so you can take it pocket-wise with you. Um, but... My whole point being um, is that we live in either fear or we live in love. And the emotions that we get um, are based in those two frequencies. And once you start to realize where most of your emotions and your feelings lie, it's, it helps to be able to come out of that and to heal all of those. Um, I actually do uh, EMDR therapy. Um, and that's basically, um, it's it's tapping, but it's also uh, rapid eye movement. Uh, if you haven't heard of it, I, I do suggest it. It's, it's, for me, it's worked better um, than traditional um, therapies as to where you just kind of like disclose your, your problems and a therapist helps you walk through it. This brings you back to the original point of where you might have felt uh, this emotion that you're working through. And like I said, lately, mine has been uh, vulnerability, um, grief, abandonment, uh, like all these things that I've felt throughout my life, um, avoidance. Um, as, and I've used them as um, mechanisms, uh, defense mechanisms. Yes, exactly. And what the EMDR does is it helps you go back to, you know, when was the first time like you felt this way and it kind of just it, it gets to the root of the cause um, as opposed to you like eventually getting there. Cause once you start talking about it, yeah, you may get there, but this is like, all right, let's, let's do some really quick surgery. And it's, it's going to hurt a little bit, but we're going to get to the root of the problem. And the fear that lives in all of those things that I had mentioned, the avoidance, the grief, the anger, the, you know, all those 
lack of security defense mechanisms, um, it's all fear-based. And it's been attacking me lately. <laughs> I feel like it's coming from every angle. And it's, I, I, I think I said it to somebody the other day, might've been my therapist. I feel like I'm drowning. Like, I, like I'm treading water and like I, I go under a little bit and I come back up and I'm like, okay, I'm still here. Um, and it's because it's, it's very overwhelming when you have one of those and then when you have all of them kind of hitting you and then you have retrogrades and you have like everything else like happening and then life on top of it, you're like, what mm-hmm. the hell? I was fine. Like last month was great. What, what just happened? And then it's almost like everything's going wrong right now. There's somebody mowing their lawn right out. Like <laughs> thankfully we can hear it here. <laughs> if you can hear it, I'm so sorry. Well, maybe they're cutting out all the weeds in their lives. That's they're clearing it. that shit out. <laughs> they're taking it out. But like, like you know, we can joke about this stuff too. Trying to, you know, get ourselves set up for, for today's podcast was comical. I mean, we probably should have recorded that because it was just one thing after another. And it's, it it's was like a you, four hour setup, you know, it really was. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like we haven't done this before. I just don't know what happened today, but it's like, and especially when one of those days when it rains, it pours type of situation, like you can feel like there's no way out and like you have like you're alone and it's just whether it's in your your brain in just your mind or it's in your body it's you feel trapped and we're here to let you know that you're not because we are going along this with you um and we are we're looking for a tribe of people who would like to heal with us and I like little my my Cancerian self. I just want to scoop everybody up. And be like, come here, let me be your mom. Like, just come with us. Come on, it's fine. Just go on this little this journey with us, and we'll take you. And we'll help you along. Um, but I was feeling it. I had my own vulnerability uh um video. I guess I'll call it. I was I was in a way, and I'm like, you know what? And and I think more people need to feel and see what it's like to be in these kinds of moments. Um. And I'm just going to do it. And something kind of just like pushed me to to feel this way, which is why I was also inclined to ask Irina as to how she was doing <laughs> along this this moment. Um, because I think from everybody I've spoken to, friends or um, clients uh, and, and things like that, I'm getting it from left and right. Everyone's asking, how, wh- what can I do to get better? And, and when you're in the mode yourself and you're just, you have no way to like, come out of it and you're feeling a type of way and other people asking you for help it's hard to give advice I'm like I don't know I don't have to you have you have to fill your cup first before you share exactly so that's that's one of the most important parts but it is also helpful to have people who are looking for assistance as well to be like okay you know what we're not alone we are in this together we have this tribe for a reason so let's use it let's use it to help each other and and the and People who started this tribe still need help too. Uh, that's why we we did this for ourselves as well. Um, so so it's it's and nice to be able to help people. Yes, exactly. Very very grateful um, for for you guys and again for Irina because without Me. her, I yeah truly <laughs> truly <laughs> my doctor. Okay, listen, my aura doctor. <laughs> you've, You've definitely got me out of a lot of dark spaces too. So um, thank you, babe. It's been, it's been, I've missed you. I've missed not having you here, but that doesn't mean that you're not a a part of it. And I think that's another aspect too, is like, I think everybody needs to hear that, you know, we're not in your, your houses with you and we're not, we don't live with you, but we are, we're 
truly here for you. We're cosmically connected, <laughs> spiritually exactly. connected. Our energies are connected. And for speaking sure. of energy, I'm going to throw a little brain teaser at you. So if we're talking about frequency healing on the wave of frequency, what do you think the opposite frequency of fear is? What do you think the opposite frequency of fear is? Are you asking me? Are you asking yeah. our, our listeners? Oh, well, <laughs> well, well. we're brain teasing. Yeah, we're brain teasing. Oh, you're we're everyone. Give them a second to think. So on the frequency scale, if one side is fear, what is the opposite of fear? How do we overcome that fear? What what is the opposite frequency of fear? I'm I'm an answer now. I'm going to answer right. my answer. Give it to me. I'm I'm going to say love, but I I don't know. That, you got it? Boom. All right. We got it. I'm like, you I got, got it. You said it before when you spoke about um the author giving Sarah you the Prout. two yeah. sides. Sarah Prout, yeah. when she gives you, when you have a fear, she, the opposite of it is love. love. So, so to overcome your fear, one of the tools is to look, where do you need to give more love? So whatever it is you're fearing, it's where can I give more love? So if your fear comes from, like I said in the beginning, where do I belong? What am I doing here? Give yourself more love. I'm proud of you for packing the house. I'm proud of you for unpacking the house. I'm proud of how far you've come. You've done so much. So wherever there's fear, a look where you can switch it, transmute it to love. Where can you send love? So even if you're just smiling at a stranger in the street, and they think you're crazy, at least you changed the frequency from this fear, this stranger danger fear, and you flash them a smile. You transmuted the energy from fear to love and taking that as, as often and as many times as you can throughout the day will start to transmute that fear energy into more love energy. And the more you transmute that fear to love, the more love you will attract to you. And therefore it's one of your tools will be love 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 Absolutely. just like we've heard our whole life love heals all love conquers all love is the answer it's it's almost like ingrained and cliche to all of us but it's truly the answer love heals love is the answer love conquers all but it's the love that you create in your energy of a jar that we carry here <laughs> and then yes. when you create it you want to like hold on and you want to share and sprinkle it and spread the love Absolutely. And it's interesting that you say that too, because um, we were talking about mirror work, our last podcast. And um, when I was given my first mirror work assignment, um, that was one of the things that was required was um, seven things that you forgive yourself for, seven things that you are proud and love yourself for, and seven things that you commit to do for yourself. And um the forgiveness I think also does tie into that as well is a big part of love because in order to love somebody, you might have to forgive them or yourselves in order to do it. And, um, it's not easy. It is definitely not easy. It's, it's a lot easier to be mad at yourself or to hate yourself for something than it is to love yourself for something much easier and, to hold a grudge than to let it go. Absolutely. And, and that's saying a lot about our society and what, what we've, you know, implemented. Um, but if you're finding it hard to do that or to love yourself in the moment or to forgive yourself or someone else in that moment, it's not impossible. It's just part of the work that, that, that is work. 
It's, it's the journey. It's the exactly. journey to forgiveness. Nobody says that whatever they did is forgivable and that you have to hang out with them and have dinner with them and that it's okay. It's releasing the bounds of whatever they did to you and your feelings towards it. I forgive you for not being the people or the things that I wanted you to be, but that doesn't mean that they get to be a part of your life or a part of your success or a part of anything. It's releasing yourself from those feelings because they're not feeling it. You're the one carrying it. So it's cutting those ties for yourself and moving into something greater for yourself. Absolutely. Um, and while we're on the topic of forgiveness, um, I would just like to make aware for those who may not be um, in the know that forgiveness is not for other people at all by any means. I mean, it, like Irina was saying, it doesn't let you off the hook. It doesn't do doesn't do any of that. It doesn't let them, you know, get away with anything. Forgiveness is solely, truly for you. It's for you to let go and to release what that hold has put onto you. And I know it's kind of hard to see it that way because when you're like, oh, I forgive you. And it's like, yeah, but you're giving it to the other person. It's like, but when you're looking in a mirror and you say, I forgive you, who are you talking to? You're talking to yourself and you can forgive yourself, but you're, you're releasing that forgiveness from yourself. So it, it's, it's, a, and this is why I think also mirror work is very important, especially when you tie it into other healing modalities um, is because it, it gets down to the root of everything. And that's always you. It always comes back to you. So when they say that the world doesn't revolve around you, well, they are wrong because it does. <laughs> <laughs> you are actually the world and everyone's revolving around you for sure. Um, at the end of the day, that's truly what it is. Um, and you know, if you guys have any questions, I, there's a whole bunch of forgiveness decrees and things that we work with on a daily, uh, very simple as, you know, I forgive everyone and I forgive myself. We say that every single day. I yep. forgive everyone. And I forgive, even if you don't know what you're forgiving for, implanting that into your subconscious starts to change. We carry so much guilt that we don't even realize that, that stems from childhood that we just continue to like put on ourselves. I feel guilty that I overslept. I feel guilty that I didn't do my hair. I feel guilty that I didn't put gas in the car. I feel guilty. I feel, whatever it is. They're all of these layers. So even if you don't know in that moment what you're forgiving or who you're forgiving, just saying to yourself, I forgive everyone, I forgive myself, I forgive everyone, I forgive myself. You can literally catch me sometimes under my breath, like before I do something, I forgive everyone, I forgive myself, I forgive everyone. And mm -hmm. even if I don't know exactly specifically what I'm forgiving or who I'm forgiving or what specific instance needs to be forgiven, it makes the situation lighter. And eventually when you do when those, when you start removing those scars and you do get to the base of truly what is needed to be forgiven and what you carry as the burden, that's when you, that's when it's lighter. That's when you can tolerate it more. Like it's not going into surgery raw and cutting it out. It's taking your time layer by layer. And when you finally get to that deep rooted wound, you're almost able to handle it better. And the forgiveness comes little bit easier, a little bit more because you've already mentally prepared yourself for it. Absolutely. And it's, it's, it, it almost becomes like everything else does a game, like a fun game when you're like, Oh, well, who am I forgiving today? You know, like, <laughs> like and then thoughts come into your head and you start to realize, well, that's not mine. I don't feel that way. Where did that come from? And then you start to realize that none of that matters 
because if you could just fill the space with the forgiveness automatically, it kind of releases you from even going down that rabbit hole of, well, this person did this and then that caused that and this, 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 and this is where I am today because of this person over here. And it's like, yeah, well, that person could be you too. So it doesn't matter. So if you don't mind, if I can just share really quick um, for our listeners, uh, this is a forgiveness decree that I was given um, uh, many years ago. Um, and uh, it's gotten to the point where I've pretty much memorized it. Um, and I use it in my own way now. Uh, but this kind of encompasses everything that Irina was talking about all in one shot. So if you kind of just don't know where to start or what to say or how to get it and like where to stem it back from or who to give it to or whatever, try this out for size. Okay. So this is, I forgive everyone who has ever hurt or harmed me consciously or unconsciously in this life or any other in every plane level or dimension known or unknown. I offer them grace. I ask for forgiveness for anyone I have ever hurt or harmed, consciously or unconsciously, in this life or any other, in every plane, level, or dimension, known or unknown, I ask for grace. I forgive myself for anything I have ever done to hurt or harm another, consciously or unconsciously, in this life or any other, in this universe or any other, in every plane, level, or dimension, known or unknown, I accept grace. Amen. Amen. I like and that. The author was Judith, I want to say Cusel. Cussel. Cusel sounds better, but I could be K-U-S-E-L if you want to look it up for anything else that uh, she may have for you. Um, but it's it's all about asking. And literally the end of it um, is basically what it is, that you're accepting grace. It's, it's, it's so simple. You have to give grace and accept grace. Grace is handing out all the forgiveness. Grace is like, here you go. This is for you. Forgiveness for you and forgiveness for you. And you get forgiveness and you get forgiveness. You get forgiveness. And when you forgive everyone, then you get lighter. You get more love. You get more, you release the baggage that's no longer needed. And nobody said it was going to be easy. That's why a lot of people don't do the inner work. That's why a lot of people have all of these addictions that they put onto themselves to avoid all of this inner work. Why do people smoke cigarettes to calm themselves down to avoid? Why do people drink? Why do people uh, go out to clubs? Why do there's all drugs? There's all of these different avoidances, overeating. There's so many things that people do to avoid ever really looking deep and doing the inner work because it's not easy. It's hard. It's hard to truly take a look at every thing that you've ever been through and be able to zoom out and realize that you are no longer the victim. You now have the power to overcome all of this. And yes, it happened to you, but it doesn't have to do anything with your future. It has no predictions of your future. It's you are in control and it's your decision of how you get there to release anything that doesn't serve you anymore so that you can propel yourself into whatever life you want and love your life as opposed to carrying this baggage of things that other people did because they never healed their baggage and just put their baggage on you. And then you can just keep adding to the baggage or you can slowly start to unload it. And let me tell you, after moving a whole house, it's not easy to unpack. It's not easy to unpack a whole house and it's not easy to unpack a whole lifetime of problems and thought and thought patterns and thought patterns of not just yours, 
not just your parents, not just the people in your home, not just your grandparents or their grandparents or your teachers or your neighbors and everyone you've ever come in contact with and everything you've ever seen all plays something and knowing how to become almost like a filter and the ring keeper for the door as opposed to just letting everything in and absorbing it, which is what a lot of people do. And then they smoke or drink or Mm -hmm. whatever they're doing to avoid ever looking at what's actually causing. Or scrolling on Instagram, going back to our points before, just sitting there mindlessly, because like you said, it's pure avoidance. Yes. That was, that's actually perfect. And you know, it's, it's very interesting because ask yourself this question the person that you're forgiving do they even care what they did to you do they even know what they did to you was a problem and if they don't care then why is it that you're holding on to something that's hurt that they hurt you for and they don't they could hardly care less so you're not forgiving them for the simple fact of like oh I forgive what you did because you hurt me this bad it's like no I forgive you so that I can feel better like and I didn't quite understand stand all of that until I had a conversation with a friend of mine like a few years ago is probably like seven years ago at this point who happened to be in an experience with my ex-husband who they've known each other they were friends and he um had unfortunately had his uh bout with MS and everything after we had gotten divorced again many years ago um and he kind of lost I guess, some of the memory in a sense of what had happened in our relationship. We were, we were very young. We were 23. Well, I was 23. He was a little bit older than I was, but um, after that experience, it kind of changed him a little bit. And when, you know, she, he had asked certain questions and she's like, you don't remember. And he's like, I, I don't, I don't remember. Like he was inquiring about how I was doing. And if he had, if he was a certain way towards me or, you know, and she's like, you don't remember that? Like, that's pretty, you know, significant for something for you to not remember. And he said, no. And, and I can vouch for that. Like for, through, through my own medical journey, like the memory loss is real. There's, I mean, I'm not comparing MS to Lyme, even though they're, you know, this they're, is, that, that's, well, a diff- that's a different he story. Or, he originally was given a Lyme um, yeah. diagnosis. So that, that, that's, we'll that's a there. whole other podcast yeah. conspiracy theory right mm-hmm. there. But, but the memory loss is significant. Like I lost a second language that I had. Like it was like crazy. I lost moments of my life. It was just so, the memory loss is real. This is not people saying like, oh, I forgot what I did. It's really just gone. Right, right. And I, I couldn't understand that. So it took me a little bit to unpack that. But really almost immediately what I have gotten from this conversation of what had happened through our relationship and our divorce. And it was, it was pretty traumatic um, experiences um, that I was holding on to now at this point, I, it must've been, (laughs) yeah. When she told me this, I almost just went, Oh my God. Like I could just see like, like it's everything just left my body that I was holding on to for so long. Cause I'm like, if you can't remember the hell am I remembering it for? What am I replaying and going over and taking this into next relationship after next relationship after whatever. And I'm sitting here trying to think about all these things and what blah, 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 blah. And you don't even remember. And, it didn't and exist in his it mind. Didn't it didn't bother exist. me. It didn't bother me that he didn't remember. I wasn't mad that he didn't remember. I was free. 
it was the first time that I actually felt what freedom could be like from situations like that. And it was amazing. It was one of the best feelings I think I've ever had in my my entire life. And I strive for those because it's like, you know, and that's like, that's that good feeling. That's that drug. That's the, I want to be here all the time, but you can't because I had to go through my moments and go through the darkness and go through whatever with that, just to be able to forgive him. And I truly at this point, wish him the best. I, I believe he's remarried and everything now. Like I, there's no, I have no animosity. We had a rough scenario and I hold nothing. I hold nothing. Um, and simply because of the fact that it was just able to be like, well, if it, not that he didn't care, but he didn't remember. But what if that's not the case and not everybody can have that? They don't, they lose their memory, whatever. They just don't care or they're just that kind of person or they don't know. They truly don't know. And you've never gotten a chance to tell them or you've never seen them again after that incident. And they've never known what an impact that made on your life. Are you supposed to hang on to that forever and live with that for the rest of your life? Where is that? sticking in your body what pain do you have in your what ailment is going on for you that you're keeping that locked up because you can't let it go and it's not like oh let it go just you know it's just not it that, yeah just let it go it's not that big of a deal like why no it's not that it's it is so freeing just to have that release and and forgiveness and forgiveness lies in love it's that that frequency that you were talking about again the the lack of being able to forgive is fear. If I can't, if I let this go, what is that going to do for me? Like, it, I need this in my life because if I don't have this animosity or I don't have this hate or if I can't let this go, then I'm not going to be the person I think I am. And then that person no longer is is that character that I've made up in my own story. And if I don't have that character in my story, then who am I? It's like, it just defines you and you just start to realize like how crazy it is. But when you're going through the process, don't get me wrong, this shit ain't easy. Like, like there's some people where it's a little bit harder to forgive certain things. So that's where you say these decrees and you do these other modalities. You do this mirror work just to help make it easier than one day. If you're, if you're saying it, you don't truly mean it. You're just saying it because you got to get the words out into the universe, get that vibration going, you know, get that frequency to spin in, in your favor and after a while, you start to believe it. You're like, oh, pff, that's gone. And it's gone. It's truly, it doesn't creep its way back in. Like, it's gone. And that's why you you do the surgery. You clear the fear out. And you have to fill it back with love. That's why you give the forgiveness. You do the surgery. You forgive them. And then you offer them grace. And then you accept grace yourself. And it's like, put the, the antiseptic in and let it heal. And then sew it back up. And watch how different your life will be but going back to the original aspect of this whole podcast we're in it <laughs> we're in, we're the in it with you stage. And we're literally doing fake. this work right now <laughs> we're doing it with you the work is we're doing it we're doing every wednesday night but we're doing it every single day every when single day i mean i that's not to say I didn't wake up crying this morning. Okay. Like <laughs> it's not to say I may not have a cry tonight. I mean, these inner work circles really do something for you too. Um, that you, you do feel it and whether or not you share that emotion in the group or by yourself, like, you know, and this is, it's not like something that you're doing, right. You know, tonight we'll do the workbook and then you forget about it until our next class. Like you'll start to notice you'll wake up tomorrow. And what we did last night is now a part of your tomorrow. And it's a part of the next day and the next day. And it stays with you. And it's not like it's just, it goes nowhere. It, it becomes a part of your life. And that's why sometimes this gets a little heavy. 
And again, I was doing a check-in because I think I needed the check-in. <laughs> I needed to just to like, you know, see how everyone was doing because I'm doing so good myself here. Um, but basically, um, you know, it, 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 when you start to do all of it, you, you can't unknow the things that you know. So the work that's done is just, it's consistent. And, and it's almost whether you want it to be or not after a while, you can't ignore it. You can't not do the work yes. because it's there and it's either you feel like crap and you live in this fear-based world or you feel like crap, but you know you're going to get past it because you're letting the love in. You're letting that light come into the darkness to shine just a little bit, a little bit of brightness to navigate your way through it. And then you're out. It's, it's, I think Steve Harvey said it best. When you find yourself in hell, why stop in here? Why stop? Why stop in hell? Just keep going. Keep you're talking. eventually going to find your way out. There is an exit somewhere. But if you stop here, you're just going to stay stuck here. And what fun is that when you're when you're feeling like you're at your lowest of your lows? So, yes. And if you're in hell and you have a toolbox with you, yeah, how much better would that be? Now, now you got a flashlight, you got tools, you got all the things you need to get out. And that's what all of this is. It's your tools. It's your right. tools to get out of the darkness. Are you going to be in greatness forever? No, because if you were, then you wouldn't be in human form having a human experience. Or you're going to go through these highs and the lows. It's just absolutely to, just to have the tools through the lows, through the darkness, have your flashlights, have your meditation, have your yoga, <laughs> you know, having yep. it all. It's like being hurricane prepared. It's like, I'm just going to wait till it hits and then I'm going to figure it out then no you're gonna you're gonna freaking have everything ready and bubble wrapped and ready to go and that's what this is the, these are your tools so when the hurricane does hit you are prepped your internal hurricane <laughs> yeah right exactly and and, and know that it, it's it's coming like it it will it will for certain happen like this isn't something that it's like oh well just in case like you know the tsunami hits like no no, no, no. This is like you said, a hurricane. This is a, a thunderstorm. What? Let's because some places don't get hurricanes. This is a rainstorm. It's a thunderstorm. It's a you know, however it is that you want to put something that you can bet on happening. <laughs> Absolutely, you could put money on it and and get a return because it will for sure come up in your life, one way or another, multiple times, a month a week, a year. And sometimes you skate a little bit out of it and you have like a really good section. <sighs> I'm so sorry guys, but I just saw my, my little Dexter friend pop up on my, on Irina's screen. Hi buddy. I miss you too. I think he likes the conversation. He's like, forgiveness. I like this one. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, um, it is, it's definitely nice again to have the tribe, to have the tools, but to just be aware that you're not alone and that this is going to be a part of your life, whether you want it to or not, yes. it's not just happening to you. Um, but there is something that you can do about it. And if you choose to do nothing about it, that's okay too, but it is a choice and you don't have to live in hell. Yeah. And <laughs> not get and not get wrapped up into that Instagram algorithm. So don't forget that that's a business and they're trying yes. to, to get you a certain way. They, they, before Instagram came out, they did so much studies on the amount of dopamine rush you get between clicks or swipes and all of this stuff. And you can Google it and they have all this information that you get a certain rush of dopamine from a swipe, from a like, from from somebody following you from whatever it is, there's a dopamine rush and mm -hmm. getting that 
fake rush of seeing things that aren't even real is affecting your brain chemistry. So allowing yourself to remember that Instagram is real and that everyone is going through something. Everyone is dealing with something and everyone that you see on your page is going through something in their life. And what you see truly isn't a reflection of the the way they feel every single moment of every day. It is just one snapshot, one video, one whatever. It is not a a day-to-day recollection of what they're going through and know that there's people that aren't posting all of their bad stuff. And that's okay too. Nobody's asking you to put it all up. Just know that that everyone's going through something and that Instagram is fake and it wants you to to believe that everyone else looks perfect. There's all these filters to look perfect. Your body looks perfect. Your face looks perfect. Your house looks perfect. Your food looks perfect. Whatever looks perfect. Your your profile looks perfect. It, now there's this thing where they want your, your profile to look a certain way, like every other color or whatever. And it's like, at the end of the day, this is just a giant photo album that we're putting up. But like, what, when did it become so mm-hmm. fake, so particular, so almost as if we're being brainwashed. I, you just a took the way. word out of my mouth. Like I, oh, I just went to go say it. <laughs> yep. The brain, you're literally being brainwashed and just be cognizant of what is the purpose of me seeing this now and the dopamine rush and the like, and whatever it is, that little giggle, that little political mm-hmm. video you saw, whatever it is, it, it is one step further away from you looking in the mirror and saying, I forgive everyone and I forgive myself. I love myself. I love my life. I'm grateful for what I have. I'm grateful for my house, even though my house doesn't look like this person's house. I'm grateful for the car I drive. I'm grateful for the family I have. I'm grateful for the clothes I have on my back. And if that's all I have on my back, then I'm grateful for that today because tomorrow can be different. And the more that you look at these scrolls and you you get stuck in this like scroll hole, or you just, you just constantly, I mean, it happens to everybody. There's nothing, you know, it, you kind of get sucked in it. But, in but how midst- often do you get sucked in for like exactly. 40 minutes? Where did 40 minutes of my Where did day 40 go? minutes go? That's I was just crazy. talking to my cousin. She's like, I can probably lose like a good three hours cumul- cumul- cumulatively in a day just by being on there. Because you get stuck in there. I Which is crazy. myself. My husband has two weeks now. He deleted his, his Instagram app and his Facebook app. Ooh. Deleted it off his phone. Didn't like cancel his thing. But he can go on the computer and see it. Obviously, you can't post anything on Instagram. But um, he's like, I can't even tell you how often I go to check my phone. He's like, oh, and then I realized. And then he, meanwhile, he's had downloaded um, uh, like a, a language app. And he's been doing language. Like, so in his meantime, he's like, I, I've gotten so you know, good at Italian because I've just been brushing up on my Italian just by doing other things than going on Instagram and checking and scrolling and getting stuck in this scroll hole. I, I think I'm going to coin that scroll hole. Uh, but it's in this, it, in this dopamine addiction when you yeah. can be using your, your time for something valuable of exactly. greater energy than just being a, a zonked out zombie and right you don't even know what you're absorbing and the amount of images and colors and changes and it's just a lot for your brain to take it all in and a lot of it is fake now we have cgi we have filters it's not even real it's not real it's almost like if it's like living in a virtual world of like, like it's like you're an avatar basically like they're they're i think we're being molded into becoming avatars so that we can live in our homes, in a virtual 
astral world that we don't really exist anymore like like or the the version of us that we can create the version of us that we want to exist in this space and you had said it too with the scrolling and everything that you're going through all these modes and you're checking everything out and then pops up an ad and now you're buying things it's like it, it it's the algorithms everything is just and how often did you say something and it came up Right, well, right. Or you like you sit and have a conversation. Next thing you know, it's on your Instagram, you know, uh, ad or your Facebook ad or something like that. And you're yeah. like, oh, how coincidence. I was just talking about that. And well, are you like, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> or if you text your friend, I'm having a hard time. I think I'm, I think I'm feeling depressed. Two minutes later, you scroll through your Instagram, um, do a better health. I don't know, therapy texting, their medications for anti-anxiety. And it suddenly comes up and it's like, I just wrote it. It's right. all fake. It's all trying to get you away from really looking at the issue. It's an avoidance. Yes. And, and it's, and it's, it's an addiction best form. It is. Well, that's the thing. It's an absolute addiction. Um, and it is, again, addiction is in the fear-based uh, aspect with the avoidance and, and, you know, and the security it's a, it's like you need to feel if i i need to feel good so in order to do that i'm going to go on here and post the best aspects of my life and then i'm going to compare my life to someone else's life and if it doesn't pan out then i'm going to feel like shit about my life because it's not, or or you can be parallel with somebody a friend of yours or whatever and you're noticing they got this and they got this but i was going for this and i was going to get this and it, it, it starts to just become this big you know, slides uh, um, against each other. And and we lose the social part. It's exactly. not social anymore. It's not yes. about communicating and connecting. It's about comparing and pulling apart. Yep, keeping up with the Joneses and having, it's just on, a, it's on, they found a way to do it on a broader level, on, on, an, on an international level oh, of you just feeling like, what y'all was... <laughs> ding 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 there's that word conspiracy oh, um, um but i think uh i i think it's just it's 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 gotten to a point where um we're just taking the realness out of our lives and and it's and okay it's, to hurt yeah it would it, it, it it's okay to hurt it's okay to say that you're not okay today and that doesn't mean that you're not going to be okay tomorrow. It doesn't mean that you're weak. It doesn't mean that, you know, you can't be vulnerable. And it, it, unfortunately, um, a lot of men have this aspect because they don't, they don't speak as much on their vulnerability aspects and things like that. So, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a prey, I think, for them too. Um, but we're here to just let you know that you're, you're in a safe space. There, there's security here. Um, with like-minded people who are just not afraid to say that they're not okay. <laughs> that's, that's what today was all about. If yeah. you're not okay, then you found, and this podcast found you and it was for a reason. <laughs> and it's to become okay and better than okay together. This not okay is purposeful. It's not just like you're fucked and that's it. You're not okay. It's, it's a purposeful, not okay. It's, it's a journey. It's a test. It's, it's allowing you to use your tools and overcome this not okay to get to a greater aspect of your life. It's yes. just, it's, it's a slingshot. It's pulling you back just a little. It, the tension's there. It feels tight. You're scared, but eventually you will propel forward. And when you have your tools, 
the propel forward won't hurt so much. It won't be as scary. It won't be, you know, my face is You'll falling off. You'll be able off. to handle it. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be able to actually to handle it and to appreciate um, the greatness that much more. And even even the little things. It, it's it's not even like that. You have to live this like everybody wants to live this lavish celebrity lifestyle. But again, that's fake too. We've covered that in a couple of episodes before. This this where you are in your life, the everyday day to day stuff. That's real. The things that you go through. Yes. Could could they resemble someone else's life or could someone else be going through it with you too? Absolutely. Um, it could look very similar to somebody else, but what you're going through, what your life has been, what your triggers and traumas and reactions and responses are, are not going to be the same as everybody else. And sometimes, you know, you could be in a situation and look at somebody else and be like, why do they just seem genuinely happy? Like, where does that come from? And, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's well, it is, but you work on it, happy, but it's work, right? Work. There's, you it's don't like realize abs. the just work like wake that up other abs. people, right. <laughs> you don't realize the work that other people are doing to having to have got to being genuinely happy. Um, and that they may not consider themselves genuinely happy. They may just be faking it till they make it at that, that point, but have a really good laugh, you know, like, so it, it's just. It's, if you could do yourself one favor, just stop comparing to yeah. everybody else's life. And and that starts with a big social media. I, I think uh, that needs to, to be put out there. So, yeah. And, and your homework for tonight is to just either look in the mirror or write it in your journal. I forgive everyone and I forgive myself. Say it 10 times, say it 30 times, write it 10 times. I forgive everyone and I forgive myself and allow it to just start planting the seeds so that you can start letting go and becoming who you're meant to be. Because if you really look at it, forgiveness is where it's going to start. And do you really need that apology or that recognition from the person that hurt you? Will that really change the course of your life today? If you did get that apology or if you did get that, like, no, it wouldn't. So in your head, imagine that it was done and move on and let's find a way to move through it together as opposed to letting the baggage hold you back from letting your slingshot propel. Um, and pro let's propel forward together. It's almost like, who are you on this roller coaster? Are you the person, you know, screaming and thinking they're going to die on this ride? Like, ah, oh my God, I'm dying. Please. Are you that person? Or are you the one with your hands up in the air going, oh, we're going to make it. It's okay. <laughs> You choose who you're per who you are on the ride, and it's the same ride. We're all on the ride together. It's your perception and who you choose to be on the ride. It's gonna be scary. It's gonna be hard. It's going to be a journey, but know that we're in it. We're doing it together, and that you have the tools, and we're here to share the tools with you. And um, we'll go a little more into forgiveness in our next episode, and I'll get a little deeper on my journey of trying to overcome forgiveness, and you know how that feels for me from my perception, but I'm here for you and Tara's here for you and Absolutely. we'll see you Wednesdays for virtual inner work. I'm so excited. So excited. <laughs> www.theoradoctor.com. All right. Well, thank you, my loves for another wonderful day. Yes. Thank you so much. This, this is a good one. I think, uh, I think this is a little bit neat. I don't know. It was, it was, good for me. I, I needed it because I've just been, I've been in it. I've been in it. I've been crying. My face hurts. 
<laughs> I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Yeah. But you know what? Like I, it's, I feel lighter after it, you know? So I, I just think, and, and, and especially the energy that we've been getting from a lot of people, I think, uh, I think we just needed to touch on the fact that it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. And we're but grateful okay. for you. We're grateful for you for taking the time to listen to this, for turning on this podcast, for being a part of our Aura Vibe tribe, and for being on this roller coaster of a journey together as we become our best and highest self um, on our mission, whatever yeah. our mission is. <laughs> yeah. Just bringing joy. <laughs> bringing joy, spreading joy. Let's do it. Namaste, my love. Have a beautiful day. Yes, you too. And, and everybody out there, be well, be safe. And don't get vaccinated. <laughs> oh, snap, crackle pop. <laughs> well, we just did that. See, we like to keep it interesting. We're keep you on your toes. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Bye.